In Atlanta, one voice has stood out for over four decades. An AJC original, The Monica Pearson Show. Let's talk about how you got to ESPN. Revealing interviews. You are known as America's doctor, but I want to know who you were before that. When you have a different name, you have different color skin, it can be tough. With Atlanta's most famous faces as you've never seen them before. I'm telling my story. This is the American dream. The Monica Pearson Show, streaming now on AJC.com. This is D. Orlando Ledbetter of the Atlanta Journal-Constitution here with the 172nd episode of the Bowtie Chronicles podcast. Everything you need to know about the Atlanta Falcons. Here we are heading into game 16. The Falcons are 6-9, and nine, going to play the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who are 7-8. and eight. The winner gets the second place uh, tag in the NFC South. The uh, Falcons uh, could finish seven and nine, and they would make both teams seven and nine. They would win on the division uh, two-team tiebreaker, uh, which is head-to-head first, and then uh, in division play, they would have a four and two record with a win, and would get second place by virtue of their better in the division record. Now, if Tampa Bay wins, they'll win it outright. They'll be uh, eight and eight to the Falcons six and ten, and play the second place schedule against the NFC uh, West and the NFC East. That could be the difference of playing San Francisco or Seattle, or playing uh, Arizona or the Rams in the West. And in the East, it could be the difference of playing the Cowboys. Uh, or the Eagles, as opposed to uh, the Giants or the Redskins. So, second place uh, is there for you, and waiting with a tougher schedule. So the last time they played, it was 35 to 22 on November the 24th. Tampa Bay really took it to the Falcons. It really wasn't uh, that close of a game. It was 25 to 10 at the half. Uh, the Bucks got loose six. Six sacks, 13 quarterback hits, and uh, it was a bad, bad day. One of the Falcons had won a couple and thought they'd turn things around. Bucks came into town and whooped them up pretty good. Uh, big thing in that game, too, though, um, James Carpenter. And Jam and Brown will not uh, will will not start this game. It'll be Chris Lindstrom and Wes Schweitzer. So it'll be a different line trying to block uh, this very good front by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But um, we're gonna look at the numbers here, and a couple things jump out. Um, you know, we'll do the Falcons and then the Bucks, and then we'll just uh, break them down for us. Uh, the Falcons are 14th in points per game, 23-5. Uh, fifth in total yards, 380.1. 30th against 30th rushing, 84.9 yards a game. Uh, third in passing, 295.2. Tenth in time of possession, 30.34. Uh, 23rd in points allowed, 26.1. Uh, 18th in yards allowed, 357.6. And then... Uh, and uh, rushing yards, they're 15th, 109.3. And then passing, 248.322nd. So, I mean, nothing in the top 16 on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, that's because that first half was so bad. 
In Tampa Bay, they put it up. 29.1 points a game, 402.5 yards total offense, which is third. Both of those are third in the league. Uh, Russia, 92.3 is 25th. They're number one passing the ball at uh, 310 yards, 0.1 yards. Uh, six in time of possession, 31 and 16. Uh, giving up uh, 28.1 points, which is 30th in the league. They give up 342 total yards, which is 15th in the league. And uh, rushing, they give up 32.9 yards, which is first in the league. So, uh, excuse me, 72.9 yards allowed, first in the league. That's a big stat there. Uh, 269.1, that's 29th overall passing. So, uh They've got to run defense. It's hard to run against Veda Vey and uh, Sue up front. And then you got Devin White and Jaquil Barrett, uh, who's leading, uh, who's got 16.5 sacks. Both teams are, uh, Falcons are minus seven on turnover differential, which is 26. And the Bucks are, are minus 11, which is uh, 27. So, um, you know, of course, Jameis Winston, let's look at his line. It's, it's pretty amazing. Uh, 367 uh, completions, 602 attempts, which leads the league, 61% uh, completion rate. He's thrown for 4,908 yards, which leads the league. 31 touchdowns and 28 interceptions. The 28 interceptions lead the league. Uh, he's had six pick sixes, so he's going to throw you the ball. Be ready. Uh, 84.6 is his uh, rating, quarterback rating. Uh, so, you know, that's uh, they, I talked to Coach Arians. I was like, they just said he's got to make better decisions. I asked, can you coach the interceptions out of him? I know they're trying, uh, but obviously he's got to make better decisions. He can make some good ones, and he's got to stay at that consistently high level when he's throwing the good balls. But uh, he, he throws some some just no-brainers at some point, and that's just been what how he's played the game. Our broadcasters this week will be Tim Brando, Matt Millen, and Sarah Walsh on the sidelines on Fox. Uh, but let's go back to some of the team leaders for the Falcons. Uh, Devondre Campbell has 126 tackles. Beasley has eight sacks. Campbell, three forced fumbles. Grady, 11 tackles for loss and 15. Grady Jarrett, 11 tackles for loss and 15 quarterback hits. Keith Smith leads the special teams with seven tackles. So that's uh, a couple things here. The series is 27 to 25. Falcons lead it. It's the 53rd meeting. And uh, in 2015, it was the last time the Bucks swept the Falcons uh, for the first time since 07. So they'll be trying to, they don't sweep the Falcons much, but they got a shot to do it this year. They did it last in 15 and then before that in 07. Now, the uh, one buck to watch, too, is Shaquille Barrett. He's got 16.5 sacks and six forced fumbles. Now, he's um, one sack away from uh, tying. Uh, well, he, well, he's tied with one sack for the team record uh, single-season mark. One more sack, and then he has the record all to himself. 
So that's it. You know, the Bucks, you got to be able to run the ball against the number one run defense. Otherwise, if you get one dimensional, then they have another sack fest game where they got six sacks and 13 quarterback hits. Running the ball is going to be key. The Falcons did run it against Jacksonville, went over 100 yards for the fourth time this season. They're 3-1 and one when they could run it over 100. But like I said, Tampa Bay held them to 57 yards in that last game. Uh, but Devontae Freeman wasn't there. And uh, Lindstrom and Schweitzer, uh, Lindstrom wasn't there. Schweitzer played some, but uh, they'll have new guards for this one. So with that, we're going to check out here from the 172nd episode of the Bowtie Chronicles podcast. I ask you to take care, Merry Christmas, enjoy your holidays, and be safe. Hip-hop is a product of black people. It's a product of black song and celebration. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution presents Hip-hop's most pulled elements are pulled from the South. A Southern hip-hop store. We always go back to that moment of the Source Awards. Everybody wants a rhythm, but they don't want your blues. The biggest names in hip-hop. Atlanta is still the mecca for hip-hop. 50 years. No one can deny. One film. The power of the South now. The South got something to say. Streaming now at AJC.com slash hip-hop. The AJC's trusted veteran political voices, Greg Bluestein, Patricia Murphy, Tia Mitchell, and Bill Nygut are the essential source for Georgia politics. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution's Politically Georgia. Sign up for the newsletter, download the podcast, subscribe to the AJC.